Maybe some of you have had this thought or experience before where you would come to Mass and it just seems like nothing happens. Or you think like, well, why am I even coming if I don't seem to have any difference afterwards? Or perhaps you've asked yourself, how do I get more out of Mass? These kinds of things happen for many people at different times in their lives. And in our Gospel passage, what we hear about is different kinds of soil. But the point of the Gospel is about disposition. How well are these different people that Jesus is talking about in the parable, how well are they prepared and ready to receive whatever it is that God wants to give them? Now, when we come to Mass, the primary point is not for us to receive, but rather to give, to offer, along with the offering of Christ at the altar, our very selves and Christ within us, for us to participate using our baptismal priesthood, to offer sacrifice, along with Christ's sacrifice to the Heavenly Father. But God will never allow us to outdo Him in generosity. And when we give, the Lord wants to give to us as well. And so, there are many blessings the Lord wishes to give us, not only at Mass, but throughout our lives. If we think about Mass in particular, though, we can consider how we can be better disposed in order to receive more from God as we're offering, making our offering to Him. Jesus tells us about these different types of soil. And so we can reflect upon these different types with regards to our own experience at Mass. Jesus talks about, about seeds that fall on the path. Now, a path is a kind of soil that's been beaten down and hardened. And so when the seed lands on it, it just stays there at the surface. It's not received, it's not absorbed by the soil. Instead, it's there briefly, and then the birds come and take it away. And so that would be like the person who comes to Mass because they feel like they have to. It's part of the task list for the week. Did I go to Mass? Check mark. Yep. Next thing on the list is the kind of person who, who doesn't really expect anything, doesn't really want anything, isn't really interested, is not paying attention. And so they're like that hardened path. Their hearts, their souls are not well disposed to receive whatever graces, whatever gifts God wants to give. We can also consider the rocky ground. The rocky ground would be the kind of soil where there's a little bit there, the seed is received, we have the plant sprout up right away, where someone like has an experience at Mass, maybe it's something in sacred scripture gets their attention, maybe something said in the homily, maybe uh, the sacrifice of Christ at the altar, a certain word, a certain phrase, or the fact that it's really Jesus in the Eucharist really touches someone's heart. And they have that grace, that moment of joy, of encounter with God. But then, there's a lack of roots. And so whatever they receive, it doesn't take long before that gift just kind of shrivels up and dies. It's the kind of person who comes to Mass and, and receives something from God, but then they go home and they have no prayer life. There's no roots. There's nothing to sustain that plant. They don't pray at home or by themselves or with their families. And so what was given is lost right away. We also hear about the kind of soil where it falls into thorny grounds. 
where the anxieties of the world and the lure of riches choke the word. That's kind of like what it is for a person when they come to Mass, they have some sort of experience, some sort of encounter, some sort of gift is received, the plant of grace starts to grow, but then when they get home, it's like, oh, I have to do this for work, and this needs to be repaired at the house, and all sorts of other things kind of like invade and choke that gift, preventing it from growing any further and preventing it from being nourished. And so if we recognize these different things, perhaps in different moments in our lives, these different kinds of soil that we perhaps have been, we probably want to be like that good soil that Jesus talks about, the kind that just receives that gift and lets it be fruitful, one that receives that gift and it results in fruit that's 160 or 30-fold. But if we're like one of those other soils, how do we change? How do we become like that good soil? If we consider, again, the path, a change of attitude, a change of approach to the Mass would be helpful. If we come expecting that God's going to bless us, if we come expecting He's going to outdo us in generosity, if we come ready to receive, then it's more likely we will. But if our expectation is nothing's going to change before or after, then we're like that hardened soil. So if we are open, if we come ready, and some of the ways that we can be prepared is not only changing the expectation, but perhaps even praying in advance, asking God to give us some sort of great gift at Mass, maybe reading the readings in advance before we even come here for the celebration. We could also um, spend time just reflecting upon what particular celebration we're having, if it's a particular feast day or solemnity. And that can help prepare us to receive whatever gift God wants to give us so that we're not like the hardened soil. With the rocky ground, the rocks, like I said before, could be something that prevents roots. So, yes, we should be coming every Sunday in order to make our offering to the Lord to receive from Him as well. But throughout the week, we need to be working on tilling that soil, removing those rocks, trying to overcome any sinful tendencies that we have, making use of the confessional when needed, but also trying to have those roots of faith go deep by praying together as a family, by having individual prayer, by spending time in the morning or in the evening or both, Reflecting and talking to God as if he were uh, with us, because he is, but we can sometimes forget that because we don't see him directly. So trying to have a regular prayer life throughout the week can help us grow those roots. Trying to recognize those sins can help us throw out those rocks so that whatever is given to us can grow and bear fruit. And then with regards to the thorns... Putting things in perspective can be very helpful. Sometimes we get very anxious about different things. We get stressed about what's going on in our lives. And so if we can put it all in perspective, rather than just leave it ambiguous and allowing ourselves to feel overwhelmed, then that can help prevent those thorns from growing up and preventing the growth that we desire from the gifts of grace God wants to give us. So for example, if we think about stress, stress can be considered that there's more expected of us than we think we're capable of. That there's more expected of us than we think we're capable of. 
that can cause us stress and anxiety. Like, if there's 20 things that need to be done this week, and it's like, I can't do all 20 this week, then let's think about what are those 20 things. Let's examine, let's consider. And when we look at it, we might realize, okay, some of these things don't need to be done this week. So we'll put it off till next week. Some of these things don't need to be done by me. So I'm going to ask someone else to do it. Coworker, friend, family member. Um, it's good for children to have chores so that they learn responsibility. They can help out with the household. So if it's not something that you need to do directly, maybe you can ask someone else to take care of it. And as you work through the list, you can start to rearrange it. You can start to recognize, okay, not all of these things have to be done this week. And maybe some of the things are just things that you want to do, but don't actually need to do. And maybe those things can just be put on hold indefinitely until you have extra time to do those things. But setting priorities, putting things into perspective. Sometimes it's not a number of things in limited time. Sometimes it's just something big is coming up and we don't know how it's going to go. And so we're, we're afraid, we're anxious about it. Well, like, try to think about realistically what's the worst case scenario. And a lot of times we realize it's not that big a deal, depending upon what it is we're anxious about. And so if we're able to overcome those things, then we won't have those thorns growing up and choking those gifts of grace that God wishes to give us. And that way, we can be better soil. Something in general that can help with all three of these kinds of soil is to come to Mass early, to sit in the pews and to pray. A lot of times in our daily lives, we're kind of going at 100 miles an hour. And when we finally stop to pray, it's like our minds are still going. And a zillion different things come to mind. And it's like, well, this isn't what I wanted to think about. I wanted to pray. One of the reasons why a bunch of things come to mind when we pause is because we're trying to prevent ourselves from forgetting those things. And so if we come to Mass early and all of those distractions come to our attention at that moment, then that can prevent us from being distracted during Mass. If we write down what those things are, then we don't have to worry that we're going to forget those important things that keep coming up again and again and again in our own minds. And so that'll help us be better disposed during the celebration of the Mass to receive whatever it is God wants to give us. Another thing that will help with all three kinds of soil is to have a Mass journal. This is something that Matthew Kelly recommends, and in fact his, his company, Dynamic Catholic, even sells Mass journals, but really any notebook would work. But the idea is whatever gift, whatever seed God is sowing, that's something you probably don't want to lose. And so, if you receive something, if you're touched, if your heart is moved in some way, maybe by the readings, maybe by the homily, maybe by the celebration of the Eucharist, it's easy for us to lose that if we, if we don't somehow keep a record of it. And sometimes we may think, like, oh, well, nothing seems to happen at Mass, and then we look over the Mass journal, and it's like, oh, actually, yeah, I got something out of every Mass. And so that helps us to keep what we receive. That helps us to be able to let those plants, let those seeds of grace grow in our lives. That allows us to bear better fruit, 160 or 30-fold. So it's not that any of these things that I said are absolute requirements, but they are tips. They are 
opportunities. They are ways in which we can be better disposed to receive that grace and to bear much fruit. And so let us take a moment to reflect upon how we can improve our own dispositions to receive the grace and gifts that God wants to give us, especially His very self and the most Holy Eucharist.